So, guys, I finally, I know we, I don't wait for the week before, but I'm now officially in training nice. for our Spartan race. Yeah. I, I managed to go uh, on Monday. I walked six miles. Now, wait a minute. Where there's no part of this Spartan, this, it's a savage race or Spartan it's race? It's a savage race, but he's there's, training for the Spartan race. I'm <laughs> training for both. <laughs> do you walk in the Spartan race? Because I, I did do. the savage race and we ran you the entire time. walked six miles. Yeah, but Spartan going from nothing, I went from doing nothing at all to I walked six miles to get started. Yeah, I'm not impressive. saying that's my final training. That's just the start of training. Uh, I didn't mean to do these things to start. I locked myself out of my house and I had to walk <laughs> my children to their respective daycares so that I could sit on my porch uh, for four hours waiting for my wife to come home with the keys. Uh, I will also say after walking those six miles, I couldn't walk for three days afterwards. I'm in solid shape. You don't have one of those little like hide-a-keys anywhere in your house? Uh, do you have one, Don? I, maybe. Explain but not, where it is in I'm detail. I'm not going to tell you. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week on our show, Radio Promoters, is Jeremy, Tony, and Cherokee, Don. You know, I can relate. I uh, went to my first physical therapy appointment this past Friday. Uh, did you lock yourself out of the house? That's why you <laughs> had to go to a physical therapy appointment? I don't understand. No, I have been having that nagging. Uh, <laughs> now it's a nagging? A, a lingering and nagging hamstring injury. High hamstring. High hamstring. You sent us pictures. From your from your appointment? No, that was just my dick pic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's just dick pic of the week. Uh, well, if you could stop doing that, I've alerted the authorities. I'd greatly appreciate. It. What 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 do you have? What is the exact diagnosis? I have a depression. <laughs> I have depression <laughs> and severe. Doctor, anxiety. I'm not feeling it today. Now they said a hamstring uh, tenderness because of. Uh, <laughs> I have... Uh, you have hamstring tenderness? Uh, you ever heard of the piriformis muscle? Uh, no. That's a made-up muscle. Uh, it is a true muscle. I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly. Peri the platypus muscle. It is a... Uh, uh, it's in your butt, and apparently it's very tight. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. I don't think you went to a registered therapist, Tony. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I think you went to Does some guy in a van. tight butt injury is I essentially have, what he said? Uh, my doctor said my butt's real tight, and that's what caused the problem. <laughs> So he's been loosening it up with me at these personal <laughs> sessions. Uh, now, it's weird because I get there first. He gives me some kind of special drink he makes, and then I wake up and my butt feels just great. So, Paging Dr. Cosby. Uh, boo. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Uh, hey, besides, he was a gynecologist. Don, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there at the table. She's like, turn, uh, you know, turn on your stomach. And uh, she's like, let me know when you start feeling tenderness. And I never did. <laughs> I never did. It was so relaxing. Having my butt need it and need it. I, I honestly, never, your hamstring is nowhere near your butt. I don't think this is a valid, a valid injury. Did you me. say your hamstring, your butt was needed? Uh, she was trying to find uh, the piriformis muscle. 
So what is? I don't think Which I understand. Which I think for the third time I pronounced wrong. However, the sports doctor I saw the week before called it the piriformis muscle, but he also said, "Hey, brother, it's your hamstring." Was Hulk Hogan <laughs> your th- your therapist? I, <clears throat> did he rip his shirt off and like I'm a real American started playing he on the speakers? He was a very casual doc. I'll tell you that much. Tell you what, brother, I just wear T-shirts and shorts in here. Shorts are a little short and they're real shiny. I tell Sleeveless you T-shirts. <laughs> uh, so we did some exercises. I got to go on a treadmill where they, they uh, it's a treadmill that has 65% body weight. So what they do is you got to put these shorts on and then they blow uh, air into your shorts. I'm just going crazy with this popcorn. Look how the buttons move. Sorry, here we go. Uh, well, that's a little late, but then it... All the air lifts you up like six. It lifts, it lifts you up so only 65% of your body weight is on the treadmill. And you can run pain free at that point. Don, that so. was the same button you hit previously, and you hit every <laughs> other button but that one again. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you make one mistake, you try to overcompensate by hitting the other buttons. I was very much trying to get into the story. I'm, I've, I feel like Tony may have been raped. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if it, I call it that. I think it was physical therapy. I, so now uh, they gave me a list of stretches that I'm not going to do uh, every week. And I have to go back in two weeks. And uh, there'll be more stretches that I have to do that week that I won't do. Uh, I feel like that what happened here is that they, like, when Tony leaves, they go, yep, we got another one. Like, I don't I, feel I that do, he means. I feel that way as well. I think got another um, one. You know what I mean? Like they, they, I do feel like I got suckered into doing this. Yeah. Like, they could find something wrong with any of us. But you're the I one that, like, I'm definitely going to sign up for that physical therapy. I'm signing up. Uh, but I do want to be able to run pain-free again. Well, I'll never do that. I only had, like, two months until I'm going to have to really challenge you guys. I, I have not started training, by the way. Lock yourself out gonna, of your house. I think uh, I'm already backing out of our race. <laughs> I think I'm just going to do it as a team. Well, you, you can't. You have, you have, you've called everybody out. No, because everybody else is like, we're running as a team. Yeah, yeah we're running as a fun. team. You win. chose, you're not running with us. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to let you run with us. Okay, uh, guys, can I have someone over the walls? No. No. Oh, no, I can still beat you guys. Even without training, I'll still beat oh. Jeremy. Well, yeah, that's definite. I'm not even <laughs> pretending. All of a sudden, t- Tony's going to show up with his new friend, Hulk Hogan, the physical therapist. <laughs> he's also going to be running that race with him. I'm ripping my shirt off, brother. I got no, this, no, no he's, problem. He's the sports doctor. The therapist was a woman. It wasn't exciting. The sports doctor? Yeah, the medicine doctor, sports medicine. You you see a sports medicine doctor. Yeah, you have to go. Sp- you have to see the sports medicine. How many doctor. people are you seeing for this fake butt injury? This tight butt injury. A yeah. team of specialists, seventeen <laughs> specialists. Not counting my I feel like I'm going to see like that Mercy Hospital commercial where like um, the all new Mercy butt tightening specialist, uh, <laughs> Doctor Hogan, Doctor Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> They got a new specialist, new wing just opened up, uh, the just tight you. butt wing down there at Mercy. <laughs> There's the sports medicine doctor, and then there is the physical therapist. And your regular therapist. And my I regular mean, psycho, uh, right. and, yeah, psychotherapist. <laughs> just, you know. I feel like maybe he has this all in like some sort of like an inpatient treatment center. And my life coach. <laughs> I would, I would uh, you know, I would pay money. To have you have a life coach and to have the life coach come on after a month and literally go, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Guys, there is nothing I can do to help this guy out. <laughs> uh, awful, awful. Now, you, um, we uh, wanted to take a second and thank our friends at Frank About Beer uh, for being on last week. And um, did you see their latest episode about the Zima? I didn't see the episode, but I saw that uh, that Christian did have a Zima, and he, he threatened us. 
we will never have another um uh, we'll never have them on again because they don't want to ever come on now because they've had that zima but tony you went up and you brought us back some farmhouse frank you went all the way up to the brewery and I you did. brought it all the way back down for us where is it at i went to the brookville beer farm yeah and I did not bring back uh, Why? any beer. Why not? Because uh, I was like, I'm not going to bring back any beer for these guys. I already spent enough money drinking by myself. And uh... <laughs> at least he's honest. Now, by the way, in that refrigerator, <laughs> in that refrigerator is leftover Bud Light mm-hmm. from Tony's party that he's brought to my house. Right. We are all drinking beer. Are we drinking Bud Light? No, because it's Bud Light. The only thing worse than that is those Zs. You have there. gone after my good beer. I have a very legitimate reason for why I had to basically leave there immediately. And that is? Uh, well, uh, Don, you know this. You have four kids. Jeremy, you have two. Uh, at a certain age, and they range up to uh, probably 20, I don't know, uh, kids are a ticking time bomb. <laughs> and you can't, uh, when you take them out, uh, they can explode at any point. Wait a minute. You took, at any point, you took so. a child to a brewery. I did. And I don't, you know, I was a little did bit care for them? about it. Uh, she she enjoyed it. She drank three uh, farmhand uh, Franks. Uh <laughs> And, you know, so I'm a little bit conflicted because I actually don't mind other people bringing kids to a brewery. It doesn't bother me at all. You brought a baby um, to a bar. And in Nashville, in Nashville, they used to have, like, kids at breweries all the time. It was, it was just very normal. And uh, But I feel kind of, like, uh, a little bit conflicted because on one hand, I don't really care. But the second hand, I, I felt like there's people just staring at me going, why is this guy getting drunk with his baby? Now, did, yeah. you, have, did you have a stroller? Like, remember that one year we went to the Renaissance Festival? I, it's the last time I've been where I was pushing a stroller through the woods. That's you know the what last I mean? time I went was when I pushed a stroller through the woods. Yeah, and I was like, back. done, never coming back here. Yeah, I mean, because it's you're in the woods pushing a stroller. Now, I mean, I've never been to this place, but is it literally like a farm? Is it outside? No, no. It's like a regular place. What do you I mean like a regular myself. place? It's like a regular kind of like outdoor bar. Yeah, kind four of. windows, a door. An outdoor bar. Like everything's paved. <laughs> You're not on a farm. Okay. A farm. All right. It's. I mean, is it in a shopping center or I? Did, no, I mean, it's like it's like located on a farm, but it's not a farm. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> it's a nice. It's a very nice. <laughs> Tony, the master of description. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a farm. But it's not. It's a farm. everything's paved. Why, why can't you figure it out? <laughs> everything's got its goddamn no, pavement everywhere. It's like going to a bar that has a nice outdoor section. I don't go to a like... bar on a farm. If I go to a bar, <laughs> I'm going to an actual physical bar in like a town. This I'm not going to a farm for hey, a if bar. If it's on a farm, wouldn't it be a bar? No. Huh? Huh? Bar? No. Jesus Christ. Look at that. It was a very good place. That's a joke nice for place. Marty. It was a nice place. It was very new. Um, you know, beers were great. Uh, but I, yeah, I felt kind of odd taking my, uh, my kid there. Now, however, uh, my wife was not drinking, so I was allowed to drink as much as I wanted. Uh, so I felt fine at that point. I just see his wife pushing Tony in the stroller, yeah. carrying the baby. I also saw uh, there was another dad there with a seven-week-old. So, you know. Did you high-five him? Of course. That's what it's all about, You didn't even bro. look at him in the eye. You didn't no, even want to make I don't, I don't make any kind of contact with anybody. I, I get that, though. I don't like even going to, to, like, if I have to stop at the liquor store to get myself some beer for later. I hate taking my kids in with me, but I also don't want to be the guy that leaves them in the car. Because somehow that's worse if I come out and the cops are standing there. It's like, why don't we take them to the, uh, the beer store? But I like to look at the selection take my time, officer. <laughs> I kept the radio on. You come out, you've got beer stacked up over your head, and then there's 15 police and an old woman standing there. That's the guy. That's the owner of this car. Let's walk right so by the car while the kids scream and bang on the window. Are you anti-kid at the brewery? Uh, I, I'm less anti that if there's food at that brewery because I can pretend I'm there for the food even uh, though I'm only drinking beer the whole there time. There was food there. I did not have it. Uh, but I, I would do that over over the store because at the store you're just a guy buying a bunch of beer and it's just like, hey, what's mm-hmm. up? There's nothing here for my kids. But apparently it's a, it's a fairly common thing because they always offer my kids lollipops. So mm-hmm. I figure 
that it, they just have to be other sad there dads in there buying beer. Of, there were a ton of kids at this uh, this brewery. I mean, the only brewery I uh, brewery brewery that, brewery the only brewery. brewery that I've been to was Trogues. And Trogues. I went to Trogues. I went to Trogues Brewery, and we did take the kids, but we were up there with them. So we, we, I mean, we had really no choice, but we didn't do really like a tour. But I mean, they had like a restaurant, so we sat outside the restaurant and just tried beer while we were eating food. That sounds like that's what Tony did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so you're saying you have nothing against it? I mean, no, I don't have anything against it. I mean, take the kid with you. But I mean, kids do melt down. I just find that I've got four of them, so they all melt down at different times. They don't melt down at the same time, which means that I might as well not even get out of the damn car and just stay at home, which is what I normally do. Don, you haven't been to a restaurant in six years. I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) There was a period of time where my wife was like, please go to these five restaurants and get our favorite dishes from Mm -hmm. those five restaurants so we don't actually have to go to the restaurant. We don't go out at all. We we, we get a takeout from everywhere. Yeah, and by the way, now it's convenient because they have the takeout parking there. You just pull right in. They bring the stuff out to you. Don't even have to get out of the car. That's why I love sh- uh, Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> now that wasn't Shakey's Pizza. Like anyone who was Shakey's Pizza ever. What an asshole. <laughs> did you? Um, now you had the farm, the farmhand Frank. I did. And on a scale of one to two, <laughs> what, what, what scale number? of one to two, the Radio Corners beer scale. What is, <laughs> I will say this: uh, it's a blonde stout, which I have never uh, seen before. All right. Uh, it was easily the most unique stout that I've ever had. Okay. Uh, I liked it. I had two. We would have found out, but Tony did not bring us any. Did not bring us a um, single beer. He did invite us, uh, but we couldn't go. I did not get an invite. Uh, he texted it. You just don't read your text. Uh, that's fair. But it does not have a stout feel to it. So I would question whether or not it's truly a stout. And However, I couldn't explain to you what a stout is. I was just saying, how, do you, how do you know? <laughs> but there's another stout there. It looked more like a stout. Excellent. Again, master of description. <laughs> oh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do Tony's beer corner? Yeah. <laughs> Tony <laughs> describes anything. Just bring us a yeah, thing we'll like, have Tony describe uh, it. It was a place that had pavement, and <laughs> it just had a lot of pavement. Thanks a lot. And that was an all-new Tony's, uh, Tony's description. Tony's describing Wegmans. <laughs> Man, don't get the Chinese food. It's not real good. <laughs> God, I would love for Tony to explain things. This is the worst. That would be the best podcast ever. <laughs> I, I get my fair share of being razzed on on this show, but for, for the love of God, we just found maybe gold right here just getting you to describe things. Oh, man. It wasn't like a stout. There was another stout that was a lot more like a stout. I don't know what a stout really no, is. When you think about stouts, you think of like a, like a, a fairly a sizable head on the beer. Like there's a big frothiness to it. Uh uh, you know, it kind of sticks around the glass even when you drink it. There was nothing with that with this stout. Okay, but was it like a thick type of beer, but it was just a blonde? Not thick at all. All right. <laughs> are, we, are we still talking about the stout? This is the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> the show has taken a turn. It certainly has taken a turn. Please, uh, please, please. I, please I got to get another beer, speaking of that. Well, I was very sad. I did not get to go uh, and meet Tony at the Brookville Beer Farm because I, this weekend... Uh, went to New York City ah. to play a show in Brooklyn with the Subtastics. New York City! Uh, so it's my one of my current bands, and uh, had a great time. Uh, but Lynn was supposed to go with me. Oh, I was supposed to go with me. We actually had the, my kids go to my parents' house for the weekend. First time ever, and apparently it was a success, so I want to do that pretty much every weekend. <laughs> Chances are my parents are not down for that, but uh, if I get one a month, I'll be excited. It means we can actually go, at it, go to a restaurant. I don't remember what it's like. but uh, Me too. But therefore, so I'm in New York. I'm supposed to be staying at my sister-in-law's house. But because my, my wife didn't go, 
Uh, I ended up staying. The rest of the band had gotten an Airbnb, so I stayed with them, and we took an Uber back and forth from the club, which means I didn't have to drive anywhere. My wife is not with me. And we played early, so I don't remember the end of the show. <laughs> but I do remember that after we got back to the house, the, the B&B, I was like, guys, we need to get some food. It's the B&B? The Airbnb. You just call it the B&B The B&B, that's what the cool You've kids call it. You've thrown so many millennial terms out right now. Airbnb, <laughs> Uber, I mean, who, who Don, are you? Don, you're the oldest man. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was like, guys, we got to go get some, some food. The only thing we find is some chicken. And then we're, at, well, we're waiting for the chicken. I was like, do we have any beer at this Airbnb? And they're like, we don't need any beer. And I was like, no, we definitely need some beers for this food because I can barely contain myself. So I went to the, the like nearby bodega. There's another <laughs> word for you, Don. And, and I opened the door to get beer, and I saw that one of them, someone had like made their own mix and match. I don't know if you're supposed to do that or not. <laughs> and I don't know what I was doing. I just like threw it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> you threw it? I just was like, and it dropped all over the floor and broke. And so all these guys start screaming at me in Spanish. And uh, the owner, though, came over and told me that it was he was very sorry that it happened. Because <laughs> I was like, what was this? It just flew out of the thing. It just fell out of the thing. And the guy watched me. I was just like, <laughs> smashed. I'm pretty sure they charged to my credit card, though. I don't even know. I was just like, here. Here's where I was like, here you go, sir. $34. Like, thank you for these six beers. Your credit card just bought a plane ticket. I'm uh, very excited. For, for his whole family. Yeah, for the whole family. I I um I, I feel like you unsupervised at a liquor store is a bad idea. Well, it it was a bodega, so it was also a grocery store. All right. Well, so but remember, I was just unsafe. Like when we were turned loose in Vegas to go get some some stuff to do shots with. But we weren't even drunk then. I know, but we probably should have been it because we came back with just the the worst. <laughs> Jack, Jack Daniels and <laughs> Jack Daniels and Jägermeister. <laughs> I mean, Jesus! What the hell were we? Yeah, but that was just that was. They didn't have a lot. That was that wasn't the fault of me being uh, an idiot. This was this was me. Like I should have just taken everyone else's advice and said, we don't need beer because we got back to the house. I opened it up. <laughs> I woke up in the morning. The same beers on the table. No one else had any beer. I was the only one, and I didn't even drink it. Now, how did the show go? Actually, went very very well. We played very well. Uh, I believe people bought some things. Everyone seemed to have a good time. I remember the other bands were very good, and then I woke up at the house. All right, that's fair. Now, will they invite you back? Like, how many people were there? Was this like? A, uh, I mean, it's a small venue. It was, it was probably Madison Square Garden nope, side. It side? was smaller <laughs> than that. It was just a bar, so there were probably fifty or sixty people there. But that's still a good number right. for this small venue. How much money did the band make? Uh, I honestly don't know because it all went to the Beer. bass player, Paul. But how much do you think that would be? Like how much? A hundred bucks, maybe. Now, why does Paul get all the money? Because Paul owns the practice space. and Paul, uh, actually, we owe money to Paul out of the band funds. Not worth explaining, but either way, he should have gotten all that money. Okay. So this trip cost you a couple hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, no. If, if it was not uh, a profitable venture, if we were going there to make money, we spent more uh, on the Airbnb. Wait a minute. Paul gets, gets a fee for the, the, the space where you all practice? No, no. But since if uh. someone had to pick money, he's, he should get it. Because, uh, I mean, I own this place. Right. You should have well, to you pay. Can, you have to we can we give a percentage of all our sales. <laughs> Don, you're going to get 30% of all of Radio Corner sales. Over and above the third you would get for content. That's fair. So I, let uh, me do a quick calculation. We owe you zero dollars. <laughs> now, can I ask a question? You said that you walked six miles uh, the other day. Yes. And then you were in, now you were in New York. Mm -hmm. And did you do a lot of walking in New York? Not a lot, but we did some definite walking in New York. Now, I have a, like a man question, like a man problem that I kind of, it's, it's become a topic of conversation with some people that I know. And I'm curious as to how you handle this or whether you've actually gotten caught doing this. I'll tell you, Don, drink a lot of cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem where I guess I, 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 
I'll go with maybe my underwear or my pants are too tight, but I feel like I've got a lot of stickage going on, if that makes sense. No, that does make sense if your pants are too tight. I would normally have this problem. I know what you're talking about. It's just that generally uh, the scientific term is that your balls are sweaty and they stick to your leg. (laughs) That happens if I'm in loose clothes. Is that a scientific term? That's a scientific term. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a PhD in made up (laughs) shit. Now, but I have noticed that I'm having this problem um, even with like when I'm wearing shorts. So the issue is, is that I try to be very subtle in how I like kind of give myself some breathing room. So I'll either take my hand and put it in my pocket and jiggle everything around a little no, bit. That's not subtle. <laughs> not subtle at all, Don. I had somebody catch me doing that. Like, I know what you're doing right now. And I didn't know how to explain away that I wasn't doing that, that I was you searching for my keys. say, I'm really into you. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also noticed that I do this like pirouette thing where like, I like, Nothing non-subtle I do, about that. I do. I do. Like just doing with squats. Just doing, just my, doing squats. my squats. I'm getting ready for the savage race. I, po- <laughs> I point my toes out and like I do these like squats and it, it frees up and gives me the air and space that I need. I find that if you have that issue going on, it's the best time to mail envelopes. You put them down there. Oh, my God. Up, <laughs> and then you seal your envelope. I'm very sad I got your wedding invitation. <laughs> and I smelled it. I don't know why I did that. Golly day. It's the easiest way to do it. Now, do you, I mean, seriously, do you have that issue? I mean, it, it does happen on occasion, but well, that's how why do you, I, But how do you fix it? I just grab them and move them around and explain <laughs> that my balls are stuck <laughs> to my leg. <laughs> uh, but I also work from home, so I'm only explaining to my children, so it's okay. I feel like that maybe you did this at work, and they said, you know what? Why don't you just work from you home? work from home, Parmentier. Moving, moving forward. I usually just uh, take off my, uh, my boxers and throw my balls against the wall and see how long they can stick. I get a, uh, a glass those, bottom table. Were like those frogs you said they were going to And a, the little wacky wall walkers. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tony's balls, the new wacky wall walkers. They don't sell those in 25 cent machines. <laughs> no, they, I hope not. No, they don't. No, they don't. But they're better than fidget spinners. Yeah, I don't even understand that. My my son really wants a fidget spinner. I don't understand that. You, you had forty five of them last uh, you week. Can, you can take three or four of them home. We're they good. came they came back with more, by the way. We're good. Maybe I'll make some Tastics fidget spinners. That's the next thing. <laughs> that you need hey, thanks by the way. New Subtastics uh, beer, koozies. beer koozies. That's right. They are three dollars. If you see us live, we'll be playing at Tsunami. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you in just, two weeks? Did you just give me this and I now I owe you three dollars? Like, yeah, I'll get it later. <laughs> I'm not paying you three dollars. No, these were free. For, for you guys as promotional tools. <laughs> now we can keep them here, yeah, right? You can keep them home. We can do whatever you want with them. I don't care. I'm just going to keep them right here. Keep it right here. What Be color that. is yours? Mine is like a lime neon green. Yeah, what well, col- that way you can see the ink on them. I, it's I, great. It's, I like my color. I'm just I'm questioning Tony's color. What color would you call that? What is this? Mauve? Mauve. Hey, mauve. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you have choice in colors, or were does it give me? Oh, uh, it was a, a rainbow grab bag. Give me an assortment. Uh, we got rainbow. some that are like a dark color, like they're a dark red and dark green, but you can't see the logo on them. Why do they're I dark. feel like these used to say Ocean City, Maryland, 2016? No, we got like these you, made. You, you these scratched, were brand. You scratched it off. These were, we bought these directly. <laughs> well, directly from who? Pizza Party Printing. Now, how come we don't have any sort of like you know things to give? We away? don't make any money to buy things like merchandise, uh-huh. and nor do we have fans who would buy merchandise. I think we'd have people to buy merchandise. Absolutely, I I know a ton of people that would buy. There's no one that would buy anything. No, no one's ever said to me, "You know what? I want to buy X from Radio for Winners." Yes, they have. Who has said that? I don't know. Our fa- did you see all the new people that we had to like our Facebook page this week? No. Is it zero? Because that's how many liked it last week. <laughs> no, we I've added we've added like six people. Wow. Now I went back through 
our Facebook page, and anybody that has either liked uh, like a weekly segment that I had, I immediately go to their profile to see if they've liked our things, and then I just invite them. 95% of them are your friends. So I think your friends don't actually like our page, but they like some of the posts that we have. Oh, that's possible. That's very possible. Most of my friends don't like me, so I can get that. I think I would like to do a segment where we go through the Radio for Winners oh, Jesus. liking. People are going to love that. And then we see how many of them are your friends, my friends, Tony's friends. We should do that live on recording. <laughs> just literally spend six hours doing it. Cut it up into about 12 different shows. I think that would be the right way to do the rest of the year. And then we don't have to record again until the fall. That's fair. I'm all about that plan. Uh, based on the fact that everyone's shoving their fingers in my face, I guess it's time for the segment we end every week with Radio for Winners and the news. That's right, Radio for Winners and the news. Every week, we take two news stories, take all the facts that everyone's already talked about, put new facts in, make these more interesting for you. You can talk about it tomorrow at work, impress your friends, impress your neighbors, impress your boss. In, say, bite sized chunks. In, bite sized chunks. Size. Now, this is a very special Radio for Winners in the news because because I was out of town, Don picked all of these links that we're using for the news stories. Oh, wow. Don picked all of these. And I have to say, these are very Radio for Winners stories. You're welcome. So I'm very impressed. Uh, the first link Don sent me, barelylegalasianbabysitters.com. Don, why did you send that to me? I, I was, that is a weird link. That was somebody else's page that they had sent it to me, and I just forwarded it over to you. I didn't see that it said that. I'm sorry. Well, that is, uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I, I may have spent more time on that than the other links you How sent did me, I spell so. that babysitter? <laughs> that one word? How did I spell babysitter? <laughs> well, it's a web link, so it's all one all word. All right, one word. Uh, not many web links are a bunch of different words. That's uh -huh. not so good. So this first story, Don, I'm not quite sure why I sent it because I'm going to be honest, kind of a downer. Kind of a downer of a story. Uh, this first story is about a woman who has a sick dog. And this dog, she, she took it to the vet, and they said, oh, your dog has a, a blockage. We're going to have to go ahead and remove that. So they scheduled it for, for, uh, for like the first of the month or whatever. Well, the first of the month comes, so she, she doesn't show up. She, does, she no-shows, so they figure the dog is probably passed. Uh, but, again, they try to con contact her. She never calls them back. So they call the cops. Uh, and it turns out that Sarah McMenamin, who's 26 years old, McMenamin. decided that she could do the dog surgery herself because she used to castrate pigs. <laughs> and it turns out that when you do a surgery <laughs> with a kitchen knife and a pair of tongs, tongs, your dog will not make it through that surgery. And that's why she didn't show up for the vet visit and why she also refused to answer the phone. So she's now facing charges, but I thought, Don, that's a very downer of a story to send me. I, um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was why using... Why would you send that? Was, where's the humor in that? I was using no it humor as a, at all. I was using it as a precursor to the uh, the vasectomy service that I'm thinking about starting um, ah. right here in the Beat Lab. Uh, if you sign up before August 1st, get you a free Subtastics koozie. Oh, man. Yes, Jeremy, you have accidentally opened two beers and haven't nice. finished one. No, that is correct. Finished, but I forgot that I opened the second one. By the way, uh, $12 in beers uh, you guys have drank there, and <laughs> Uh, so far, you have given me 35 cents worth of essentially recycled aluminum cans that I'm going to get out of those that, that damn Bud Light in there. Oh, the Bud Light's fantastic. You should drink it. You should drink it because you brought it. Why? I gave it to you. I don't want it. Oh. You know I, what? That's the only thing you serve Tony at his birthday party. I, <laughs> hey, need a beer? Uh, just bring him a Bud Light. Nothing, nothing Perfect. else. Nothing else. Well, this second story is much more of a standard Radio for Winners story. So well done, Don. Oftentimes, we talk about a police uh, incident where they come and it's a he said, she said situation. Sometimes it's about a fight. Sometimes it's about cheating. Sometimes it's about edible undergarments. Oh, hey. Now, oh. first off, 
And I know no one here is going to answer the question, honestly. I, I'm going to ask the same question if I think it's the same question. I know that made Who's no ever sense. tried edible underdog? That's what I was going to ask. Even, it's the thing everyone talks about in like a funny way, but I don't think they, I mean, they have All to right. exist. So of the three of us here at the table, who do we think would be the one person that would have tried edible underwear? I have my name, and I think it's Jeremy. I think it's Jeremy, too. That's because I like food, but it turns out I've never tried those things. I totally think that you've never had edible underwear in a sexy way. I literally think just like... Say, I was just hungry <laughs> just and ate a pair. I <laughs> bought a pair from the store. That's all they had. It was a new <laughs> fat snack. <laughs> yeah, that is a good fat snack, uh, but I'm not going to bring that fat snack. Turns out Lay's has got edible underwear oh, in the mouth. Now, if they had Lay's flavored edible underwear, I'd be down. But I got a cheeseburger, a hot dog, and a corn on the cob. Not really all that good with the edible underwear. Well, the, the actual story, though, is far more interesting than us talking about not eating edible underwear. Uh, because it's really not even a story about edible underwear. It's more a story about a woman being caught for prostitution. <laughs> so here is the he said, she said. Now, the he in this case is a 70-year-old man, Dennis Pastorius, and the she said is a 32-year-old. Ty Denisha Eubanks. Ty Denisha. Ty Denisha. Here we go. You ready for the music? Now, this is Mr. Pastorius. Tied a little ribbon around <laughs> the old oak tree. Now, there's a show ender. <laughs> Here you go. Mr. Pastorius, when questioned by the police after he had been bandaged up at the hospital for being stabbed, his version of the story is that he went on the bus with his friend downtown back to his apartment and asked if she wanted to come to his room. They were drinking a beer, and at that time, they agreed to have sex for money. <laughs> After finishing that, she asked for the money. He said, sorry, I don't have any. <laughs> she did see some money in his room, specifically quarters. So he said he'd give her $2 in quarters and a beer. Oh <laughs> she then noticed that a couple packages that were later identified as edible underwear, and he said, no, these are for other ladies. <laughs> and then he said, I will not give them to you because they're worth $9. <laughs> So she had a knife in her hand, and she just, he tried to defend himself, but in, and he may have punched her in the face, but she stabbed him in the shoulder first. She then threw one of the packages and then kept one. Now, So that's his version. Her version is that she saw her friend, Mr. Pastorius, at the bus station. He invited her back to her residence. They hung out for a while, and she was going to leave, but Mr. Pastorius offered her a set of crotchless panties as a gift as she stayed. Eubanks advised they'd already had sex prior to her leaving. Uh, but she was getting ready to leave, and Mr. Prestorius then said he would not give her those edible panties, and she said she was going to take them anyway. She said at that point, he began to yell at her and punched her in the face. After he punched her in the face, he, uh, he re she immediately stabbed him in the shoulder with a knife. Hmm. I just like that, <laughs> that generally no one's denying the fact that they had sex for money ahead of time. <laughs> like, that's like, yeah, no, that happened. But here's the problem. I didn't get my underwear he told me to give. <laughs> I like how the only amount of money that he had, currency-wise, was either edible panties or $2 and quarters. <laughs> she noticed $2 and quarters over there on the thing. I, I have also only stuck around here because you guys have promised me edible underwear. Well, that's, I mean, that is the reason to listen to Radio for Winners. It's, uh, it's the promise we make every week that we're going to have edible underwear. We should put that as part of our uh, RFW oh, show. Oh, if you win NASCAR, the football pool. Football pool. <laughs> you get it. You get to eat the edible underwear as we were. It's such a treat. After a hot, sweaty day <laughs> where Don has been trying to pull the I've been, I've been underwear just, back. It's been a little moist that day. Uh, how horrible was that? Just saying. Well, maybe you had the problem that this next story had if you were a little moist that day. Let's go ahead and play the music, Don. When I went to Disney World last year, I ran into an incident at CBS where my shorts ripped, so I threw them out in the trash can and bought new shorts after I was on the phone with the guys from Ready for Winners. But at least I'm not this next gentleman who shat in his. <laughs> Modesto, California, 45-year-old man Andrew Cheadle 
went into a Walgreens store, uh, and he had an accident in the store. He had, he had one of those accidents that all of us have once in a while where you accidentally just crap your pants on a Walgreens. Ugh. So he couldn't get his underwear off, so he decided the best plan of action, instead of just leaving or just running out of the store because you shit your own pants, is to find a lighter and try to burn them off. I mean, let's do that. Uh, in doing that, of course, he had flaming underwear that he then threw in the trash can, which <laughs> lit on fire and caused a fire alarm. Had the oh. entire store, uh, <laughs> entire store was evacuated. Flaming underwear, because of flaming underwear. Uh, after the caught by the police, he admitted he started the fire uh, <laughs> because he he explained to them why, and they didn't know what to say. What would you say? I was like, look, I shit my pants, I couldn't get them off, so I decided to burn them off with a lighter. He'd be like, you know what? Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. Just drop the charges. Let him go. I, I literally would walk up to the owner of that. If I was the police officer, I'd walk up to the owner of the Walgreens and the manager and go, I'm not, I'm not taking this guy. Do you have footage of this? He, he shit himself and decided that the only way out was to light himself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, the, that's the only way to go. So, well, well, you're welcome for those news stories. They're wonderful, Don. Thank you very much. I will not be out of town this weekend. I will be able to come up with my own stories for the next episode. Well, you'll be over here this weekend. That's true. We're over here big for a birthday big weekend. birthday celebration. Oh, man. 99 that. Luff Balloons. If you combine your two ages... It's only 81 Luff Balloons, but uh, there was no 81 <laughs> Luff Balloon song. All we had was 99. And you chose the German version, not the English version. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to tell you, tomorrow is my birthday. When it's post, I will be celebrating my birthday by drinking wine. Now, wait a minute. You said you took off tomorrow. Are you one of those people that takes off for your birthday? Yes. You're an asshole. <laughs> Do you really take off for your birthday every not year? Every, no, not every year. But I had extra days to burn. I was like, why not? You're 40 now, too. I know. I just turned 40. But on my birthday, was on a Saturday. I didn't have to take off. So you guys are... Co- anybody else coming over? Uh, no, I told my family to stay home. No, they'll be coming with me. You're, so your family's coming. Your family coming? No. My dad will be here. Oh, boy. That'll be great. I like your dad. Uh, he'll drink the Bud Light. <laughs> Is anybody else coming? Are we supposed to invite uh, people? This is know. our party. It's your party. For us, I'm, in just, our honor. I'm, just, I'm just hosting. I mean, I have the house to host. And we call uh, Moday? I, I have not, but we I'll can call Moday. Let's call Moday. All right. Let's call the Frank by Beer guys. And they can and that's come all over of our too. friends. That's it. They can bring some Zima. Oh. I'll see if Coach Nick's available. Oh, boy. Yeah, we didn't talk to Coach uh, don't, Nick. Just, soon. Don't tell Coach Nick. All right. Well, he listens to the show. He's one of our <laughs> seven listeners. We can't post till Sunday. Oh, we'll wait. <laughs> post it. Sorry, this episode's running a little late. You'll find out why. <laughs> If I am hosting, are you going to bring beer? Yes, I'm going to bring beer. What kind of beer are you going to bring? Bud Light. Stuff that you drink, <laughs> Especially for you, Don. It's not my party. You bring what you want to drink. Well, it's your beer. Which is my beer. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing for food? I don't know. I just want some crab cakes. I'm not, <laughs> not having crab cakes. I'll throw hot dogs on the grill. That's what I'm talking about. I like hot dogs. Some burgers and some hot dogs. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Well, keep it simple. Kids can play in the backyard. What we should do is just come in here and record seven shows, let our families hide inside. That would be fine, too. That way we don't have to see each other for weeks. (laughs) That's the best birthday (laughs) gift I can think of. All right. We'll see you next week. Wouldn't it be great if the actual English translation of this was not what it actually is. It's about tight butt muscles. 
At what point do we decide we're going to play the entire song at the end of every show? Because that's what we do now. There's still 42 seconds left. It's because it's got that long outro. If you'd shut up, I can end the show. Of course it's cold. It's German. Uh. <laughs> and on that note, fade out. Three, two, one, go. You can follow... You can... <laughs> Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>